I, I don't preach a spiritual belief system of one understanding. I believe that there's a, a higher power in whatever you want to call it, your higher self, God, divinity, the universe, whatever. I believe it's all the same essence. It's just us as individuals viewing this quote unquote essence through a different lens. I'm Doug Bobst, personal trainer, best-selling author, and entrepreneur, and I'm on a mission to help others become the best version of themselves. So I'd like to welcome you to the Adversity Advantage Podcast, where we will help you use obstacles, failures, and setbacks to give you that edge needed for success. I'll be interviewing people from all walks of life on how they overcame trials and turned them into triumphs. So please, sit back, relax, and get ready to be absolutely blown away by some of the wisdom and stories you're about to hear. Welcome back to another episode of the Adversity Advantage. I'm your host, Doug Bopes, and today uh, we have a pretty cool guest on because she is somebody who I got to know at a mastermind retreat. As many of you know, I joined a mastermind with Chris and Lori Harder, and she was one of the guest speakers and put us through a little quote-unquote woo-woo ego exercise um, that kind of got me thinking a lot more about spirituality. I mean, not that I have never thought about it before. Um, I have. It's just like, you know, when you're listening to somebody kind of put you through an exercise like this, it definitely got you thinking more. So I am here uh, with the Miss Jordan, who um, really her claim to fame, if you will, is being somebody who helps people get woke, right? She's a, an activator, helps people you know, bring about their online dormant DNA. Um, she's a soul transformation and mindset breakthrough coach. And I'm just like, so excited to have her on and have her provide some wisdom to y'all. Jordan, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> thank you, brother. That was quite the introduction. I, I appreciate you having me here. I know that we did a Facebook Live interview a while back, and I just I thoroughly enjoyed it. And so before we start, I just want to express my gratitude again for being able to serve your audience and also acknowledge you for the continued uh, work that you're doing in the world and sharing your voice and being uh, a beacon of light uh, during these uncertain times right now. I know it's really needed. And so I just wanted to honor you for that. I'm happy to be here. Well, thank you. I, I know with, you know, your, your busy schedule and, um, you know, you got twins on the way and you're, you know, you're there with, you got your husband and everything. So it's like, everything's kind of, you know, you're, you're on the run too. And I just appreciate you also for what you're doing. And, you know, I think right now it's like, you know, we all have to kind of come together as one unit, put aside our differences in religion, politics, whatever, and just be like, you know, we're all in this together. All of us are screwed in some way. Like, I mean, you know, it's not like not one of us has can raise their hand and be like, yeah, I'm just, I'm not any more stressed than I was before this thing happened. Because if they, they're saying <laughs> that a, they're lying and B they don't, or they don't have a pulse. So I think it's important <laughs> to remember that. So what I want to know is this, right? So, you know, woke, you know, spirituality, woo woo is all these terms, these buzzword terms you're hearing. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that see this stuff and they just, they'll see, maybe they'll see it on Instagram and they'll go like it just because somebody they follow is posting it, but they really don't understand what it is. So what do you, what in your mind, if you, if somebody were to, to raise their hand and be like, Hey, what does being like spiritually woke mean? What does it mean to be um, like a lot, like aligned in that way? Like, what would you tell them? Oh, it's such a good question, because if you'd asked me this probably even a year ago, I, I would have had a completely different answer, but like, it has become 
such propaganda, right? And, you know, the buzzwords and all the stuff. And it's actually become a, a source of what I'll call spiritual bypassing and elitism that kind of pisses me off, to be honest. And so um, the first thing is, you know, people that go around like professing their wokeness aren't that woke. <laughs> That's what I'll share. It's yeah. like, it's, it's what I'll share is if you are It's kind of like the people who have money, don't talk about it. Right. So like, well, I <laughs> mean, way. yes, and, yes. And no, I mean, there's, yeah, that's a whole other conversation, but I do think like, you know, if, if you enter into this world of self-discovery, self-development, spirituality from a, a centered grounded space of pure intention of really like understanding your belief systems, the energetic you're putting out into the world, um, who you are as a soul essence, and and you're and you're entering into that space of alchemizing internally and creating curiosity around topics and ideas and learning. Um, you can't help but start to live in a little bit of a different reality and carry a, a higher frequency energetically and like you know these are science terms and so it's not quote-unquote woo-woo as if it's pretend like it's very real um when you anchor into understandings of like faith and gratitude and stuff you, you live differently and you can call it a light enlightened or woke or whatever you want to call it but um i think basically what it comes down to is creating um an awareness of self and the world you're experiencing and be staying committed to a desire to understand and discover more. That makes right. sense. Yeah. 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 And I think you brought up some really good points that's we can even dive e into even more. And one that we talked about on our Instagram was awareness, bringing awareness to yourself, bringing awareness to your thoughts, bringing awareness to your actions. Like, you know, we talked a lot about like, during this time, like being more aware of when you're of some, some things you have to work on. Maybe it's yourself. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's apologizing more. Maybe it's, you know, your health. So like, how does that all kind of play into growing spiritually? Like I know being self-aware is important, obviously, and being gratitude and changes your, your mindset, changes your vibration, right? what does that kind of look like in terms of spiritual growth? Cause that's another thing that we hear about is spiritual growth. So there's the woke part, which you mm -hmm. just kind of talked about. So walk me through like how you get from that point, like becoming self-aware to then like growing. Okay. Um, I'm going to like really break it down into some layman's terms. I think uh, I'm just gonna give you guys an example. It's not all this epic, shift and propaganda and becoming that is portrayed it's really choosing um, on an energetic level to live differently so an example would be we're, we're at home right we're on lockdown and so my husband is getting in the shower he's fixing to drink some beer with my brother-in-law and I've been working all day so I go out and my house is a mess there's shit everywhere and I start bitching at him and I'm like becoming like this extremely like naggy and I, I'm, I'm like listening to myself, like thing after thing after thing. And I'm telling him, and then I had to step back and I said, Whoa, I'm sorry. Like I realized I'm really nagging. I think I'm just overwhelmed because I'm working and you're relaxing. So I'd appreciate some help. So like, that's it. Like that, that, that in that statement and that 
pausing and becoming aware of how my responses and reactions to my experience that I call this life are forming my relationships, my desires, my environment, just the, the catching of it is in and of itself um, awakening to a, to a new way of being and carrying a different frequency and, and spiritually growing, right? Because it would be easy to um, bitch at him for everything that in my mind is justified and then enter into this space of frustration where now there is um, an irritated dynamic between him and I for the rest of the day. And then my day goes bad. And then I got on this call with you. And then now I'm pissy and trying to like align with spirit to have this epic conversation. Right. Um, it'd be easy to do that. And that is what we call like sleeper living or somebody who maybe isn't woke is just reacting in the versus responding to their experience in life. So just reacting based on social conditioning, like, this pissed me off. I mean, it's basically more about me, 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 me versus, okay, this is how I'm feeling. I understand it's not the other party's um, fault that I'm feeling this way, but I'm going to express it and then acknowledge that this is how I'm feeling. This is why I'm feeling and take responsibility for the fact that my experience may be completely different than his right and so the reason i'm using this analogy and sharing this little story with you is because it's, it's not relatable this big, it's, yeah it's, it's relatable, not it's right? relatable and it's not this big like becoming like oh all of a sudden like you get it and you're like so much more enlightened and awoke than anyone else no it's the small commitment to continuing to be relentless in understanding the truth of who you are on a soul level and um, designing how you choose to experience your life. Yeah. And I think you brought up some, some interesting things there. One is social conditioning Two, uh, you talked about like changing the way you are, you know, responding or reacting to the human experience you're having. Right. And, um, that, um, and I think what I mean by that is, you know, you said instead of react, learn to respond. I think also another way for me that I've learned is like instead of reacting, reflecting, like taking mm -hmm. that step back, like you mm -hmm. said, and being like, okay, like how could I have handled this better? What was my role in this? What can I own? Mm -hmm. And then that's how you kind of grow because you hear a lot of, I mean, I know for myself, five, 10 years ago, I was a very, I was very reactive as a person, mm -hmm. right? Very reactive. And I think it was just because I hadn't done a lot of inner work on that, like, call it inner child, call it trauma, call it whatever the, you know, the propaganda is today. And until I really like focused on, okay, like, what am I, what can I control and how I am on the other side of this equation, whether it was, you know, personal relationship, business relationship, family, whatever, that's when things started changing because then it created a new pattern in my brain that like, okay, like if I generate a response like this, this is how I feel afterwards. I mean, typically in a re when I'm reacting, I feel like shit afterwards because you're mm -hmm. like, you take a step back and you're like, Ooh, I shouldn't have said that. But then when you respond or you may maybe the person you're having a conversation with, it doesn't like, you know, trigger you as bad, right? You feel better because you're like, all right, that's growth. So yeah, well, right? I love your, I lo yes. And I love your um, expression on reflection too, because reflecting is like, you know, looking at, 
okay, where is this coming from? Why am I even feeling this way? Why, what kind of, is there, is this based in fear? Or is it anchored in love? Because at the end of the day, the day there's only those two things, fear and love. So everything like uh, that you're carrying on an energetic level, um, that's not love is fear. And so when we get into like woo woo terms, like manifestation and creating a reality and all of this, um, you know, scientifically it can be backed. And so when you say like, okay, I, you know, my mind works differently now while well, you're literally a different human, like physiologically, like you're a completely different person with a new perspective. And so now the, the energetic frequency that you're carrying and vibrating out into the ethers into the, the world, the universe is aligning now with matching frequencies that are coming back into your reality. So, you know, if you're uh, pessimistic and, and pissed off or reactive or feeling like you're in this victim space, um, you're going to attract a lot more of that into your life because you can only align with the frequency that you project. And, you know, I, I, I don't want to call like, the inner child and, and the trauma healing and all that propaganda. I do think that a lot of people use it for spiritual bypassing, but it's very real. And one thing that that's coming through for me really strong that I know, and I don't know how, you know, this is in, in your genre and, and uh, with, with fitness and with all of this, but I know that like in my communities and, and the, the coaching communities and stuff, there's a lot of talk about coaches will try to correct clients on, well, that's a story. Well, you're telling yourself a story. So, um, you know, rewrite that story. And it's so interesting because that has become so mainstream about, well, you're just telling a story. So basically like get over it or shift it or rewrite it. And I am in direct opposition to that. I believe that, um, yes, it's your story. But I don't think anything needs to be fixed, healed, corrected, shifted, or rewritten. I think that, you know, we're not humans doing, we're human beings, and we're, we're spirits here to have a human experience, not the other way around. And so our story, whether it includes some type of, of trauma or whatever, it's essential that we understand how it is playing into our experience and we can choose how to reflect, view, perceive, and respond to it going forward for the desired outcome of our continued experience. But I do not agree with dismissing or rewriting a quote unquote story in an effort to then like become someone different or have a different experience because you know, on a, on a super innate spiritual level, you, that experience was served a purpose and all continued experiences in your life. And, I, and I'm experiencing this right now. Like, uh, I know you mentioned I'm pregnant with twins and, um, I had a, I had a podcast interview earlier this morning and she had asked me, you know, what are you integrating right now? And I shared that what's really what I'm really sitting with is just kind of awe and recognition for what I would call like years and years and years of synchronicity and, and shifts and like redirections that I, that made no fucking sense to me at the time. And now I'm like, wow, there's really a, a divine plan and order that's completely out of my human hands control. Um, 
and so many things as I reflect back on my previous experience in this lifetime are adding up like they're puzzle pieces that are fitting together to get me right now to this like very moment in time and this understanding and this energetic even during this pandemic and like what my role is as a messenger and all this stuff and so you know I agree with um healing and going back and and moving through space of of trauma or how you were conditioned as a child for the purpose of understanding, creating clarity, and then choosing your perspective. But I don't agree with, well, that's a story. Let it go. Right. No, you're right. And I think, you know, the reason I brought up those two words is because they are quote unquote, but I mean, they're real words, but they're, bu- mm-hmm. the reason I say it's like propaganda buzzwords is because you see them everywhere now. So I think yeah. there's some people who may not understand exactly, you know, what that means. And they also might not understand like the word ego right because i think ego gets such a bad connotation because i think a lot of people correlate ego to like arrogance at least from yeah and i know you're you were like big on the ego on our last call and that you're probably gonna move into that but it's coming through so strong so if you don't mind i'm gonna share real quick that like i think the reason that that whole i don't even know what i just said i'm gonna have to like go back and listen to this but the reason that that whole messaging came through is when you mentioned story like it was nothing about you mentioning it, but I feel like it opened up an opportunity for like people that are listening on your podcast, who this is their first time hearing this. I know, and you and I talked about it too. And we talked about it like kind of offline too, about some of your own experience. And I, I know that there are going to be a lot of people during this time that are feeling uncertain and they're going to be looking for direction. And there's so many different coaches and different things. And so I think why that came through is because mark my words, like someone listening to this going forward from somebody else will hear, well, that's a story. You just need to like let go of it or get over it. And I am not, I would say I'm not in the majority of quote unquote coaches in that. Um, that I, I don't agree with that. And I don't know why that just came through so strong for me, but I'd love your reflection on it. Like just even in like, as I'm speaking, thinking of, of your own experience. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you're right. I, I agree with you, and I, I think, I think there's like, mo- like there's a lot of people that say, change the narrative, change the story in a way that probably would agree with you as well. The reason mm-hmm. I say that is because there's people I know, in my experience, there's and that when we, you bring up something like childhood trauma, which I know you do a lot of work with people who have struggled with tra- trauma. I mean. Mm-hmm that they would say, well, it doesn't matter. It happened in your childhood. Like you need to change that story. Like you need to stop telling, talking about it. Cause the more you talk about it, the more you'll think it. And I don't agree with that. I believe in my own experience from somebody who was wondering up until about six, seven years ago, like why, why is my confidence so low? Why do I not believe in myself the way I should? You know, I'm, I think I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm, I'm fulfilled. I feel that I'm pretty successful as a human being. I'm kind. I'm a good looking guy. Like all these things, I'm financially secure. Like why comp, why is my confidence so down? And it was because, and I'm not, I don't blame my childhood, but I look back and was able to pinpoint things that happened mm-hmm. in my childhood, abuse, bullying, drugs, all these things. It was like, ah, that all makes sense to me. 
And then that was how I was able to more work on stepping back and being reflective of how I was choosing to respond in situations that my younger self would respond differently. Right. And so did I change the story in a way? Yes, but not really. It was over time, just changing my capability as a person. But you didn't, you didn't change it. You didn't rewrite it. What you did was you acknowledged it and then you chose a different response energetically to it in your life moving forward. And that's very different. That's what I, that's what I, that's what I was getting at. Well, that's what I was getting at. What I was getting at is like, yeah, I changed the trajectory and future of my story in, in the way it was supposed to happen. Because remember, like everything happens for us and not to us. And it's like easier to like really say it than live it. But, but when you do, like you said, it changes your perspective on things, especially right now that we're going through this for a reason. Right. And I look at my life and I say, okay, if I had continued down the path I was going down, which was, you know, spending hundreds of dollars a day, putting Oxycontin up my nose, being the victim, you know, flipping out on people like left and right, like, you know, being extremely self-absorbed, I'd be dead right now. Right. I, that's mm-hmm. where I'm confident in saying that I would be dead. Mm-hmm. And I chose at some point to make a decision that I don't want this to be where my life is headed. And that's where I feel there was a big awakening for me because I was able to now look back and be like, okay, like I changed the way I responded to people. I stopped, you know, getting offended so easily, taking things so personally, um, you know, the way I treated other people, the way I viewed the world. And that's where I think being spiritually woke comes into play that you're able to really see like, wow, like three years ago, I was reacting this way and now I'm responding. Mm-hmm. Years ago, I saw the world this way. Now I see it this way. And there's no reason to like blast it everywhere and, uh, and brag about it because that's who you are. So like, what's, what's the point of bragging about it? Right. So. Well, like, and also like who, how you saw it and perceived it before was exactly what you needed or the right space and time too. So I think another thing people need to remember is allowing themselves grace for exactly where they were at when they were there because because something upset you or angered you or you felt justified in in a reaction at, at a time and now you reflect on it differently doesn't mean that at that time that wasn't very real and and um potent in your experience at that time no you're right and i think you know there's a lot of people that are listening to this and there's maybe people that like will listen to this in the future that they, they hear the word spirituality, they hear words like um, faith, and, they, and it scares them away when really it could really be the Pandora's box to healing a lot of people when they're able to have some self-reflection, some self-awareness, look within and be like, okay, like, am I really like responding in a way that my highest self would want, would I, that I would want my highest self to respond in, right? So that's kind of like my view on the whole, like, re, like the, the whole changing the story. Yeah. I mean, cause you can't just say, pretend like it didn't happen. Forget about it. Cause all that does is it's just pretty much a, if you tell somebody that odds are people who are struggling with, with some sort of story like that probably have had some, some sort of experience or trauma where they didn't, they felt they didn't have a voice 
So that's going to make that situation probably even worse, right? Because then you're like pretty much telling them that, well, why should you speak up? You don't matter. And also it's like, then it really prevents people from actually doing the work. Because a lot of people, and I was talking about this the other day with somebody, you just say like we have a, say like the problems in our life are a big tree. And, you know, all people want to do in this modern world is like, pick at the branches from the top and be like, don't worry about it. Just fix it. Put a mask on that. When really you got to get, you got to dig that freaking sh- shit up. You got to dig that whole tree up and go, go to, to the, the root. bottom and go to the root. Yep. Um, so I'll, I'll segue away from the ego, right? Cause I know we can, no, we can talk about whatever you want. I just, I did want to like touch on that cause that was coming through so strong. Well, so, I want to yeah, ta- no. talk about something else. I want to talk about like, anything what, you want. Well, what I want to <laughs> talk about is, okay, like, you know, a lot of people like, you know, there's a lot of people who are in the spiritual realm now that are doing a lot of work. There's, you know, energy healers, there's uh, people who've done Reiki, there's mediums. How did it start with you? Did it, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't just reading like a Gabby Bernstein book and being like, yeah, I want to start like coaching people on spirituality, right? Like, what was it? for you that made you really want to shift into helping other people like open themselves up? Um, that's a good question. Now there's anything wrong with reading a Gabby Bernstein book and being like, I want, I mean, no, I know that she's, she's awesome and very inspirational. Well, you know but I'm saying it. I get, no, I get, I get exactly what you're saying. And the thing is the truth be told is like, yeah, that kind of stuff like activates a lot of people right. into like diving deeper into their journey. For me, um, I was highly sensitive, um, since I was a really young child. And then I went through, um, you know, a period of what I'll call like suppression of just my, my truest expression and including my spiritual gifts and, and those kinds of things. Um, you know, probably starting around middle school when I was bullied and then well into adulthood and hit this space where I just kind of formed or conformed, I should say, unformed. I, 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 I conformed to my life and I formed this image of who I thought I should be to be what loved, accepted, seen, whatever, happy. And just started feeling uncomfortable in my own skin, feeling really inauthentic, feeling like something's got to give. There's some, there's more to this, just unhappy. And critical of myself and never feeling good enough and all kinds of confidence issues and all kinds of stories that also stemmed from my social conditioning, you know, um, from where was it like something that happened to you as a kid? Was it the bullying? you think that like, yeah. Oh, Oh, like, yeah. I mean, a multitude of things, but I think like the, the, the fact of the matter is I hit this point where, um, I, I, I did start looking into, trying to figure out why I felt this way, right? So in Conversations with God, book one by Neil Donald Walsh, she says, feelings are the language of the soul. If you want to know the truth of a thing, look to how you feel about it. And I quote that a lot now, but not even having understanding about it then, I just felt off. And so I think I started, I did start diving into like self-development and trying to figure out like, what, why do I feel like this? And slowly started desiring to open up the truth of like who I was to the world and see how that was going to be received. But I wasn't really in a space where I felt safe and comfortable. And this all goes back to a bunch of different stories, but where I felt like safe and comfortable to do that or be that at the time. And so I remember going to like a women's event 
And um, actually, it was Lori's. I went to Lori's Bliss Project, um, one of the first ones she had. And I made a commitment to myself when I went to that event that I was just going to show up, like, untethered and be completely myself because I went alone and I literally knew nobody. And so I could, like, recreate, right? So in my mind at the time, I thought, of, like, I could recreate, like, who I was and, like, project, like, a different image. But it wasn't necessarily projecting a different image. It was just, like, un scripting everything I had written about myself that I thought I had to be to be acknowledged, loved, received, whatever. And so just to be me and just see how that played out. And I felt more received, accepted, loved, seen, supported than ever before um, by other women, which was completely foreign to me. And I remember thinking, um, this feels right. Like now I know it as alignment, but at the time I just thought this feels like this is how I want to feel. And little by little, I dove deeper into feeling that more often and doing the things and surrounding myself with the people, places, and ideas that created that same feeling energetically, internally, and then having a desire to help others achieve the same because I knew, you know, had I, surely I was not the only woman that felt like this and then had no idea that life could feel different, that my relationships could be different, my friendships could be different, that my finances could be different and all of these things. And so I just had the strong desire to help other women first acknowledge that they could live differently and then achieve a different way of being. And so it kind of started out in women's work. And then as I got deeper into my own self alchemy and inner journey, I really started to come out of the spiritual closet, so to speak, and embrace my innate abilities that I had had since I was a young child and revert back to like a truer space of essence and knowing that, you know, I'm, here for a purpose and I have a responsibility to bring forth a certain type of messaging to help humanity, whatever that looked like. And it's taken so many different forms and fashions over the years. And now it's almost completely to like a full circle, a space where it's not even about doing it for anyone else anymore. It's just about continuing to go deeper within myself and my own experience. And as I do that, and as I be more and do less, um, I am offering others the permission to do the same. And so I'm actually serving in a greater capacity by just, you know, and I know you and I talked about this last time, like just by doing me and being me and, and um, discovering my own, convictions and belief systems and versus trying to necessarily teach things that I had learned to other people and hoping they'll receive them the same way I did. Like that's ludicrous because, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a human, I'm a spirit here having a human experience and you're a spirit here having a human experience. And the fact that we're even communicating and assuming that we know what each other is thinking. Um, and, assuming that we are creating an understanding of what each other um, means and expression and receiving it properly. Like it, it's so, it's so ludicrous. We're all here to experience um, ourselves uh, 
as a collective first and then as facets, um, individual facets of, of that collective diamond. And, and so, um, that's kind of how I, I, it slowly has, um, I've slowly transitioned into like this deeper work and it's been through my own, just my own experience and my own discovery. So not necessarily by action or decision, like I want to do spiritual work. Nope. I just have gone deeper into my journey and that's allowed me to carry a higher vibrational frequency and align with, um, others who are on that same path of discovery. Yeah. And I, I have a lot of respect for what you do. I mean, Gabby Bernstein, I mean, and, um, you know, others that are helping to, who've helped crack open women, right. That are really passionate about helping women become the best version of themselves, helping women stepping into their own um, uh, empowerment. Right. And so what I'm hearing from you is it didn't just start with like one day you, and that's what I was getting at. I think a lot of people, mm-hmm. yes, they read books and they, and they obviously can kickstart them into something. Yes, they can go to a seminar, but after the kickstart, the ball has to keep rolling. Right. And, and you kind of stayed in alignment, what it seems like, which you look back now and it says, you know, it feels like you were in alignment and then just kept like putting trust and faith in what you were doing. And then things started to evolve and look where you are now. One of the things I know you do is you've, or you've said is that you're a medium, right? You read um, energy from people, you channel, uh, you know, the voices from people who are not on earth, right? Um, so what, walk me through what that really looks like so we can, so I can help my audience understand more of what it is so that it can kind of normalize it a bit so that they can maybe believe it if they want to as well. Yeah, um, I'm first going to reference back to the end of of the other topic. I think that, you know, um, like I I started the Gabby Bernstein book. I started The Universe Has Your Back. I didn't finish it. And I've had all kinds of different teachers and mentors. And I think really the key is, um, is starting to create an awareness around the fact that it's about self-alchemy and self-love versus seeking a solution outside of self, right? right. So books and resources and, and all these tools for our tool belts, they're awesome, but they're only aids to our own self-discovery and reflection and, and creation. Um, and so then moving yeah. into your next um, topic, the, it's, it's such, and it's become such a... I don't want to keep using the word propaganda because I think there is some legitimacy to it, but it's, there's become so much hype around all this, what spirituality is. Right. And then there's this terminology. And like I just said, like you can express terms and I can assume I know what you mean and vice versa. But at the end of the day, like the fact that we're here two beings of, of one essence trying to communicate to each other and assuming that we know what each other's saying is just, it's like, it's so beyond like, from like a divine space, it's so beyond um, the depth of our human understanding that it's ludicrous to even think that we, um, we understand what each other means in our expression. And so when I'm sharing stuff like about what do I do or what does this mean or what does it look like, it's, I think it's different to everybody. So I'll just share from my experience. Um, I've had all kinds of titles, um, a seer, a healer, a medium, um, which <laughs> I'm just so many different things. And 
I, I don't preach a spiritual belief system of one understanding. I believe that there's a, a higher power in whatever you want to call it, your higher self, God, divinity, the universe, whatever. I believe it's all the same essence. It's just us as individuals viewing this quote unquote essence through a different lens. And so like an analogy that I, I used on another podcast and I've used before with in-person clients is like, if we had the sun hold the space of an essence and that, that sun was, was God or was the universe or was whatever, angels, spirits, higher self. And you're sitting there and I'm sitting here and maybe my husband's right here and we have a client right here or whatever. So we got like five people around and I'm wearing blue glasses. You're wearing pink. She's wearing red. He's wearing green. This person's wearing yellow. It's the same sun. It's the same essence. But my perceptions, my beliefs, my understandings, my convictions, my experience for me is all filtered through the blue lens. Yours is filtered through the pink yellow, orange, red, and so on. And so this is how I view it. Um, and so I, so for me, it's the same essence. It's just like whatever religion this person's, this person practices Catholicism. Maybe this person's, um, considers themselves an atheist, but they believe like in strictly like, um, higher education science. And then this person's Mormon and Muslim and whatever. My belief, my belief is that it's the same essence. Everyone's just viewing it differently. And so when we talk about like spiritual buzzwords and woo woo and stuff like mediumship and, and higher self, and what does that mean? Like, it's hard because it's different for everybody, the meaning, but like for me, I believe every single human is a spirit here to have a human experience. I believe everybody has the same innate abilities to connect on a deeper level to whatever higher power they believe in or whatever their viewpoint of that essence is. Okay. I just believe that not everybody has an awareness of their ability. Mm. And so what I don't like is this spiritual elitism bullshit and people like, Oh, I'm enlightened or I'm woke and you're not like, and if you would have asked me a year ago, I was probably someone kind of preaching that understanding, but it was, it was an unknowing spiritual bypassing because if someone's walking around, like I said, saying that they're so woke, um, they are removing the understanding that we're all one and we're all here, um, having a human experience. And we all have any ability. Maybe we just don't have the understanding that we have the ability to connect like that. And so for me, like when I say medium or when I'm, when I'm told, like any called like any title, it's really tough because it's, it's none of it's me. Like my job and I know now and for sure that my purpose is like that of a, of a messenger. It doesn't mean that I don't have other abilities, but like I offer up my vessel as a conduit to source energy. So I literally like move myself out of being and allow, um, source energy to spread word and messaging through my system. So a lot of times, even in interviews like this, like I said, I have no idea what I'm even saying until after I go back and I listen. I'm like, whoa. And then I get like slapped inside the face with a spiritual two by four. Um, because it's, it's God messaging, like for lack of a better term, you know? And so whether someone's receptive of that or dismissive to that, it makes no difference because it's none of my business. 
what they think. My only job um, from my small facet of the diamond is to be a messenger and the receipt of it doesn't matter because it will fall in the appropriate understanding on the ears of the person that it's meant to shift or guide for them to be able to then create their truest self and their purest essence and gift back to the world, whatever they need to. Right. And so do I talk to dead people? Sure. Does it look like uh, Whoopi Goldberg on ghost? No. Do I um, experience angelic entities and higher consciousness? Yes. Um, am I different than anyone else? No. I just have accepted and received the fact that I have that connection, whereas someone else may feel, hear, or experience very similar things to me and dismiss them because for their experience, it's surreal or make-believe or whatever. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. That's why I asked you because, yeah, I'm, you know, even in, in my world of the people I associate myself with and even you, 95% of people would accept something like that or at least be open to it, right? But the people that I know that are listening to this show, people that I know that are followers of me are, are like, they're struggling and they don't really have much to believe in. And, you know, so I think having you explain it the way you did, well, I agree with you. Like it was fun, like the whole pro the propaganda of I'm woke, you're not. It was funny. I was in LAX um, like the night, of like the night when like the, when COVID-19 like went really south mm -hmm. or it was it the, the day or whatever I forget there was this person screaming on the phone like screaming and screaming I was like yeah that person probably posts positive vibes only on Instagram like I was obviously <laughs> half, <laughs> half, half, half kidding mm -hmm. but you know what and yeah. I kind of just I'm just kind of like reflecting on and agreeing with what you said so you know, one of the last things I want to ask you is because I think this is something that the audience can get a lot out of. And I think I'll get a lot out of as well is say someone's looking to make that shift from maybe they're like in that place of despair, darkness right now. And aside from the pandemic, you know, because when the pandemic's over, our habits, our life, whatever we choose to create in this time is going to still be there. What would you kind of give? What would you tell somebody who is like, maybe they're like on the couch, like, they can't get off. They're still like eating bags and bags of junk food. Maybe they're like living with their parents and they're, they're, you know, they're older and they just have lost belief in themselves. Like what would you, what kind of things would you tell them to do that could be like easily applicable like in the, in the here and now? Well, I would, I would tell them probably the opposite of what I think would be the guess. I would tell them not to do anything. Like, who are we to judge what we're experiencing right now? And I think a lot of the thing, you know, the thing about, okay, if people are like, well, that's hard to believe talking to dead people or whatever. I think going back to, even if you're super like science minded, right? Um, everything is energy. Right? right. Music is energy. Color is energy. Our voices, our frequency we're carrying is energy. Positive and negative vibes, quote unquote, are energy. Right. And you can see this. Like you can Google like snowflakes with positive affirmations and snowflakes with negative affirmations. I don't know if you've ever seen that, uh -uh. but they'll actually freeze water 
like in jars and on some of the jars it'll say like I love you you're beautiful whatever and then on other jars it'll say like I hate you I want to fucking kill you or whatever and the water freezes differently based on the energetic of the jar and this is like no fucking joke so on like scientific level like you'll see these beautiful snowflakes and frozen water with these beautiful positive vibrations and then you'll see like dark and jagged, ugly ones based on negative vibrations, right? So everything is energy. So it's not necessarily, do you believe in this or that, but it's more an understanding that everything is energy. And so if you realize that everything is energy and I am also energy, then I can choose the frequency in which I want my energy to align with other energies. Right. Um, yeah. And, what, and, and just something that I'm getting right now to like share and mm -hmm. reflect on that is more in like layman's terms that, you know, you, cause you hear a lot about you are what you attract. You are the energy you put out. Mm -hmm. I just know from experience, like your environment creates a false sense of normalcy based on who you're around. So if you're putting out energy of pessimism, like we were talking about earlier and victimhood and blame and negativity, you're going to start to attract that in your life. And then that's going to become normal for you. So you're not going to know anything right. else. Right. And that's going to you're going to, it's going to affect all other aspects of your life. And then when you do change your frequency, you change your energy and then you work on yourself, right? You get around different people because you're attracting that energy. And then that becomes your new norm of people like right. that are like, Oh, like, wow. Like these people are also, you know, invested in themselves and personal development. They're joining masterminds and they're working on themselves and they're responding and not re reacting. But it started with changing your state changing your energy well you see it in your industry too like right. the health industry right yes. it's the same thing and so so this is perfect and i love the way this is aligning because like to answer your question and then go full circle to the beginning of our conversation and you choosing your perspective based on like self-awareness of why do i feel this way and how am i willing to meet that accept it receive it but then shift it into a more desired outcome if we're talking about our guys sitting on the on the couch guy or girl eating the potato chips in this pandemic pissed off about their lives living with their parents or whatever they can totally hold that belief system and that frequency while doing all the same actions right and they can judge that as this is negative i'm a piece of shit what am i going to do with my life i have no money blah, blah 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 they can do all that and so they can then still have a desire though to become more so they can be like well i need to quote unquote do like we're not human doings remember we're human beings but the the thought process here is a doing i need to do i need to move into an action space of i need to look for a job or i need to work out or i need to do this or i need to feel this way and then judging themselves as if they're imperfect right now and there's some sense of lack because the need to do something is implying that there's a lack of something versus an alternative perspective could be okay, I'm here. I'm in my parents' home. I maybe don't look like I want to physically. Maybe my finances are not in order. I'm binging on Netflix and, and Lay's potato chips. And I understand that that's not um, ideal for, for my desires. And I'm going to drop out of this headspace of what I should be doing and implying that there's a lack of something. And I'm going to drop into this heart space of I am perfect in and of the now and there is a divine order and plan far beyond my understanding and I'm gonna be I'm gonna move from a human doing to a human being so I'm going to accept and receive that maybe what I'm experiencing right now is does not look like what I desire to experience but I'm going to be receptive of it in that possibly 
I'm being called to rest. Possibly I'm being called to be in this situation right now to be able to reflect. Possibly I get to use this time to dream up and manifest what I am going to be and create in my experience. And instead of approaching it from the angle of the first person, approach it from when my energy feels aligned and I'm confident that this is, I'm in the right place, the right time doing the right things because it's all out of my control anyway. I will be shifted in the right place, the right time doing the right things into an experience where I don't have to take fierce action. Rather, I am now approaching life from a different standpoint and my reality is shifting to match the frequency of the understanding that I was just choosing to carry. And I think that's a good, honestly, like there's so much to be said for what you just said. And it's a good, good spot, obviously, probably to kind of like wrap everything up because the reason I say that is you kind of brought it all back full circle. You brought back, mm-hmm. you know, your view of spirituality and being woke and what that really means. And then also how it impacted you as a human and, and even your own transformation and from where you were as a child to where you are now. And then also like just knowing that like things are okay right now and that, you know, there's some things we can do, obviously, in what we are sitting in right now. Um, and knowing that things are happening for us, that we can choose to sit in the to us victim mentality. And that's the energy we're going to put off. That's the energy we're going to get back. That's the energy that's going to be surrounded by us. And I also think, you know, one of the things that I've noticed is that you challenge me a lot because, you know, it's, it's, I don't bring, I typically try not to bring people on that just share the same opinion as me or share the same beliefs. Cause it's like, what, what, what really, what fun is that? I, I should just I'd be better off interviewing myself. Right. Mm-hmm. So I like to get people on here that have different perspectives of uh, than I do on things. And then I can obviously learn the audience learns and then everybody grows. Right. And that's at the end of the day, that's what mm-hmm. this show is about is having people use the advice, the conversations to become better versions of themselves. Like that's it in a nutshell. And so I appreciate you coming on and really being like very unapologetically honest and challenging, even some of my views, like, you know, my view on, you know, certain, certain aspects of spirituality or my view or maybe perception, right. Or perspective, because that's how we all get better. And well, it's expansiveness, you know, and you do the same, you do the same for me. And like the one thing I will say right now, if it's, if it's okay with you is um, just sharing that. Uh, dropping from your headspace to your heart space and being a human being versus a human doing is key. And then also like allowing support systems. So reaching out, reaching out for help, looking for picking up the book if you need to pick up the book or looking for any type of guidance of someone who maybe is resonating with what you're experiencing. Um, and yeah, I have a gift for your, for your audience too. If you're open to it, I, I have yeah, that, that. That was what I was going to, I was going to, the last thing I was going to bring up was, that I know you're very active. Um, you're active on Instagram at, at the Miss Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. And you're the Miss Jordan.com, which I'll put in the show notes. But mm-hmm. I wanted to know if there's anything that you could provide of value to the audience that, you know, could, they could use and could get a lot out of. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about this before I jumped on because after our last call, I was like, I really want to give back something because it's such a different, um, I love coming together with different understandings and audiences. And like you said, just like really expanding our awareness and, 
and you do the same for me. And so, yeah, I have a, a membership called the rising queen community. Now this one's for women only, but, um, I have, I wanted to gift your, your women audience members, uh, two free weeks in that membership. So if they just go to the, the missjordan.com backslash gift, they'll get two free weeks. But you know, for the gentlemen on here too, um, if it resonates with you or you have any questions, guys, I'm, I'm an open book. Like it may take me a while to get back to my DMs or whatever, because right now I'm in this space where I'm really holding a lot of presence. Um, and I'm trying to stay present, like in my experience, my pregnancy and my family. But you know, just like you and I were chatting on Instagram the other day, I'm, I'm an open book. So if you have a question, um, or you need some type of direction, just reach out, just reach out. And you know, that's not something we, we can do on every podcast or we can, we can gift to everybody because, um, we have to protect our own space and our own boundaries. And that's a whole different conversation, but I'm totally willing to, to be there and support and hold space. If you know, anyone wants to just, uh, drop in the DMS and say, you know, thank you for the podcast. And this is what I'm experiencing. And, and I'm here to offer any insight I, I can. It's amazing. And I, and I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate the gift. I'll definitely put that in the show notes and I'll start spreading the word. I think the one thing is people are, they, they, they see somebody on a podcast, they see somebody on a show and they're like, Oh, like they'll never get back to me. And I think like you, it just hits home the point you said that we're all human beings. We're all humans on the same planet. It's not like, you know, you're the president of the United States, right. Or, or yeah. right. So it's, we're all in this together. I mean, and here's the thing, like I I'm, I'm in tune with my, myself and my frequency too, that like, I feel into if something's in alignment. So it's not like, you know, you or I or anyone's just going to be like answering empty, like messaging without purpose. But if I feel like it's something that's going to create impact, like I, I'm just a human being too. Like I'm being, and I was just being in the moment, like bitching at my husband for not throwing the fucking trash out and all this stuff. And then I came to get on this call and I, I was running late because I told Doug, like, I, I just had another interview and I got to pee. And yeah. So in between all my beingness, like if you have a legitimate, um, expression that's like listen i i'm desiring some type of guidance like i am here to hold space for you if it's available you know and um i i love it doug because you're doing the same thing right now and i've seen you getting on your your instagram lives and and being really present for for your people during this time and offering like even this conversations to expand um understandings and awareness and you know that's offering up yourself too, um, in between your presence of your own being and probably your own fitness and your own work and your own clients, you know? And so it's cool. I mean, I think if we all can do that just a little bit, then, uh, this world is, you know, we're on the right track. Amen to that. So, um, I think that's a good place to stop. And I really like, again, once again, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate your time. People who are listening to this, you're going to want to re-listen to this again, not just because of the great tips uh, that Jordan provided, but also like how real she is and how she shares like her flaws as somebody who is quote unquote, you would look at and say, wow, she's spiritual AF that you would think that, oh, she's perfect. Like, no, none of us are perfect. We all are continuing to be humans. and. Um, I appreciate yeah, the, right? this is maybe like, I know you, I know you asked me if I'm an open book, but this is maybe like overboard. But right when you said that someone would look at me and be like, I'm spiritual AF and perfect. I was thinking in my brain, like I'm pregnant AF and constipated. Like that's who I am. <laughs> so, so there let's just go. be real. On, yeah. We are, we are all, 
we are all spirits having a human experience. So thank you again so much, Doug. Yeah, you're, on that note, yeah, you're welcome. And, uh, you know, once again, I, I appreciate everybody's support. Um, if you really enjoyed this episode, you know, please be sure to reach out to me or Miss um, Jordan. I will put her info in the show notes. And um, you're listening to this episode of the Adversity Advantage. I'm your host, Doug Bobst, and we will see you next time.